Welcome to the Dentistries for Kids podcast. We're Angelina and Cameron, and we love candy. Do you all love candy? We've learned how to enjoy all the candy we want without getting cavities or getting in trouble with our dentist. Want to learn our magic? Join us to discover how to enjoy sweets and have nice, bright, clean, shiny white teeth. Let's go. Dr. Emily is a general dentist who owns two multi-specialty group practices in Southern California. She received her Bachelor of Science in Biology from UC Riverside and received her Master of Science in Oral Biology from UCLA. Dr. Emily is one of is an author of several books and is also a certified high-performance coach, helping business professionals achieve the highest performance in personal and business life. She created the Emily Foundation dedicated to providing basic dental care to veterans and families of disadvantaged backgrounds, including the monthly free dentistry day, where she and her dental team work to provide free dentistry for the less fortunate in areas. So welcome to today's podcast. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, So our first question today is, can you share with us why you chose to become a dentist? Uh, this this is called the uninspiring story uh, That's okay. of, of how I became a dentist. So when I when I first came to this country as a refugee, when I was 13 years old, and uh, my aunt, I came to this country with my aunt, and she she encouraged us to go to go into healthcare because the belief was that it's easier to find a job, right? Because healthcare, you always have a demand for healthcare. Mm-hmm. So I was looking into medicine pharmacy, and really just medicine, pharmacy, dentistry, and uh, medicine, I didn't want to wear a beeper. This is a long, long time ago when you have a little pager, a little beeper where you put it on your, your pocket and then it will it will vibrate, and I did not like that idea. I didn't, I didn't want for people to always get a hold of me. Little do we know, now we have the cell phone, right? Yeah. And then, and then I didn't want to be a pharmacist because I went and talked to a pharmacist and he says that um, he counts pills. So what, one of my friends finally said, you know what, you should go into dentistry. And then I chose dentistry. So I kind of chose it by process of elimination. But as I started, I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the, the patient relationship uh, because I think it's one of those healthcare field where you have a built-in relationship per se where people keep coming back for the checkup and then you can really get to know your patients. Wow, that's really cool. (laughs) So you are world-renowned in high performance. Can you explain (laughs) what high-performance coaching is and how it generally helps people achieve their goals? Well, high-performance is a heightened and sustained level of clarity, energy, productivity, courage and influence and all of these things um, and the key the key word is sustained because sometimes people feel okay I got great energy today right and then the next day or in the afternoon your your energy just crash or people say okay I'm really productive right now and then at certain other time where they they feel like they're just busy they're just spinning the wheel and they're not accomplishing or finishing things so it really is a mindset right that you always be very intentional and you think about those particular things and then the mindset leads to the action. So a lot of time when you see a high performer, so for example, let's say an athlete, right? Or somebody like you, right? Where uh, we, we play in golf and we have that goal, 
right, to winning tournaments. So you would you would spend the time to make sure that you can do your homework, but at the same time you have time to practice golf, right? Because everybody have 24 hours, but you can fit that into your schedule. And then you're being very intentional. You're looking at you know when is the next time that there's a that there's a tournament. You practice toward that, okay. And so at any age, we can all be high performer depending on what we're working on. And so that's what I do. But I do it with business, and I'm very honored to have also work with you and your sister. <laughs> yeah, and and so it is really is a way of life is what we're shooting for. Oh. And many children struggle with the discipline needed for the consistent dental care. Do you have any tips for building better focus or consistency? For for dental care, well, you know, I think that really has a little bit more to do with the parent, right? Because as children, you could talk about the younger children or you could talk about teenagers like you. It's really built on the parent valuing total health, right? Because oral health care is part of total health. If you don't have good oral health, let's say you have a cavity, then your tooth is going to hurt and then you can't really eat something and then you don't eat well or maybe you or maybe you skip certain meal, you, you avoid certain foods, right? And so when you make it part of the total health, for example, every day you take a shower, right? Mm-hmm. So then every day before you go to bed, you should brush and floss, right? Make it part of that routine for kids. I think that's the most important thing. And then the other thing is to, you know, if the if the kids are younger, I would say to make sure that you introduce them to dentistry a little bit earlier. You know, you go see the dentist before anything hurt. So become a regular checkup, right? Just go in, the dentist look at your teeth, and then it's just a, um, a prophylaxis or, or, or cleaning. And we don't have to get shots or you know make a filling and when you're an adult you need a root canal and, and any of those things so focusing on dentistry uh, what I encourage on the younger patients is a lot of prevention right and making sure that is part of your total health it's not okay we're going to go to the dentist when it hurt and then we're going to pull teeth kind of thing but we're going to go to the dentist when we when we do the annual checkup right when when you guys are kids you go Adults sometimes we sort of lack off, but but as kids you go, you go do the the regular checkup, the physical checkup, and so make the dental checkup part of that routine. Okay. And how does diet affect a child's oral health? And are there any foods that we should avoid if we want to keep it better? Well, you know, as a general dentist, um, I I see patients as young as two years old, right? patients as old as, you know, they're in their 90s. Uh, I'm one of those people that I believe you should be able to eat whatever you want, mm-hmm. uh, but make sure you brush and floss, right? Mm-hmm. As a kid, though, because you sometimes you don't know everything, uh, obviously don't eat anything real hard, right? Like biting onto hard things so you can break your teeth, making sure that things like sucking your thumb for a young kid, sucking your thumb is is not a good thing because you can actually affect the jaw, the, the way your jaw grow. Uh, some some kids may have a tongue thrust. So when you talk, you tend to put your tongue forward. That would also tend to flare out the teeth. So instead of the teeth being like this, it, it go like that, right? So that that actually has more to do with your speech, right? The, the way you talk. When you Sometimes you may hear people lisping a lot. 
that's because of the, the speech pattern. You know, looking at how you speak and then watching what you eat. Obviously, you want to avoid cavity. Don't eat anything with a lot of sugar, right? But for me, I, I joke around with my patient. You can eat it, but then make sure you brush and you floss, right? And so I think, it it again, it falls more on the parent um, making sure that the kids eat healthy. So if you're a parent, just don't buy candy and leave it around because your kids will want to eat it. If you don't have the candies around, then the, the kids are not going to eat the candy, right? If you yeah. don't have the soda around, the kids are not going to drink the soda. So it really is a healthy uh, way of life. Mm. And since we're on the topic of teeth, what's your opinion on electric toothbrushes? Are they more effective than regular ones? Well, you know, the cleaning teeth is is a is a mechanical thing. So I have younger patients and I have older patients who don't may not have the dexterity, right? Um, so the electric toothbrush, as far as I'm concerned, it helps in that sense. So if the if the kid put the brush, you know, way in the back and, and the brush spin by itself, it, it will help them clean the teeth better rather than you give a manual toothbrush and say, hey, brush this way, right? Same thing with the adults. Some of the adults may have, they may be a little frail. They, you know, they're not holding the, the brush well. And so that may help, but it doesn't, you have to put the brush where you need to put the brush, which is now toward the gum line, right? So um, for me, I don't necessarily recommend, okay, you need an electric toothbrush or you don't, uh, or you, it's more, you know, you put your toothbrush in there and make sure you manually can clean down to the gum line from the top to the bottom. Uh, now, if a patient come in and say, hey, I brush all the time and it doesn't look like they brush really well, <laughs> okay, <laughs> then, then I may say, you know what, why don't you consider an electric toothbrush? Because you put it in the same place, but now this thing spin more than you manually do. And maybe that's going to help improve the way you brush. So I think depending on the patient, the dexterity, they can choose either one. And how effective are sealants and who are the best candidates for this treatment? Well, sealants are used when you have, so the teeth on the chewing surface of the teeth, you got little, what we call little grooves, right? Like the, the anatomy, it has little lines. And when you're brushing, you can brush right on top of that, but some, maybe sometimes you don't brush real deep into those little crevices. And so the sealants, well, it's been around, I think must be 30 years. I think it first came out when I first started uh, practicing dentistry. So the recommendation is to put it on teeth with very deep groove, okay? so. I don't put it on all the uh, the teeth because if you put it on the really shallow groove and the patient go home and chew, they may just they may just break it off. So it's really is to put it on the area where there's deep groove, and that is to prevent food debris from getting stuck in there and causing cavity. So a lot of time we recommend putting those on what we call the first molars, which are the first permanent teeth that come in in the back. And um, so the first and the second molar. So usually it's on, you know, six years old, nine years old patients when, when those seeds start coming in. And do you recommend any special dental treatments for children with braces? Yes, for, well, you know, for children with braces, it's it's hard to, to brush when you have braces. So there are those um, those little brushes uh, it's 
the 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 usual one's called proxy brush, which is it looks like a little tiny bottle cleaner, mm -hmm. right? And so you walk it around the 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 brackets and the wires, making sure that you brush it real well. I know the uh, there's some electric toothbrush that you can actually put it right outside of the the brackets and brush, but they have to you have to make sure that they're the kind that have really soft bristle. And um, it's if let's say if you usually spend two minutes brushing your teeth and you have braces on, uh, you probably should spend four minutes double the time because it's hard to brush around those brackets. And so now we're going to move back to you. So <laughs> is there anything that inspires you to be more than a dentist? Like you wrote several amazing books and you've, you're a high performance coach and you have a foundation. So anything that inspired it? Well, you know, I, I think I've been very blessed that at an earlier age, I was um, reading books and so reading books on very successful people and learning from very successful people. So for example, I read this book a long time ago by Tony Robbins. It's called Awaken the Giant Within. And it's all about that high performance mindset. But what happened was I finished reading the book and then I went to the, the references and then I started reading all the books, all the books that are under the references, right? So then I read Think and Grow Rich. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I read all of these other books that talk about, you know, how to grow, uh, not just yourself, but also your business. And that's where I, you know, that's where I got inspired. Like, well, you you can do your own business as a dentist, but there are also, also other things that you can do. And then beyond that, when you're in a good place and you can also give back, you know, doing philanthropy. And so I I think I was just really, really lucky that I was able to read those books and and follow those um, those mentors. And so over the years, I got great mentors. I got I got Sharon Lecter. I got Brendan Bouchard. Right now, I'm working with a with a marketing guru. His name is Dan Kennedy, right? Oh, so yeah. So he writes material for Disney, right? He he he. So it it's been very awesome and. To me, it's it's. Um, I feel very blessed that I've been able. I have that opportunity. Amazing. So, for our last question, uh -huh. if you could be a dental superhero with super special powers, what would your superpowers be, and how would you use them to help kids? <laughs> well, if I could be the uh, the superhero, I would help the kids just have an automatic reminder, right? to brush and floss. <laughs> it's it just like they automatically would go and take a shower at night, right? Whatever you do as a routine to take care of yourself, I would love to be able to help the kids remember to do that. Uh, because I'll be very honest with you, in some of the offices that I have, let's say I'm in a, um, a more uh, economically challenged area, and sometimes I see the parent coming in and you know the kids have cavities, right? And I know that it hurt, and maybe the parent don't didn't have the mean to fix the teeth. However, if the kid would remember to brush the teeth, right, then they may not come in with five cavities. Maybe they only come in with one cavity, right? So I think I think it's that sense that you know this is something that we should do. We should take care of our teeth because our teeth look good and we have beautiful smile. That kind of understanding, I I think it I think it would be cool. 
Amazing. So <laughs> that's all I have prepared today. Is there anything else you would like to add? No, thank you so much for inviting me on. I'm I'm super proud. I'm super proud of you guys for doing this. And well, thank you so much. I very appreciate you for joining us today. Okay. Well, you're welcome. Say hi to your mom for me. I got you. Thank you. Have okay. a nice day. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dentistry for Kids podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share with a family member or friend. Make sure to like and subscribe to our channel too. Help us complete our mission to see bright smiles from all around the world. Thank you.